0: Hello and welcome to All Things Travel. It can be challenging to travel with kids. Regardless of their age, you have to pack all their things, find ways to meet all their needs in a new and maybe unfamiliar destination. Today, Ryan and I will chat about the easiest ways to travel with kids so you can be ready for your next vacation.
1: So, Julie, right. when you work with families, what are some of the things that you hear people talk about when it comes to traveling with, with primarily littler kids?
0: Always hear clients say, I want to wait until my kid is older or when is the best time to take my kid to insert destination right, here? Right. Because yep. Or it's too much or too hard to travel with little kids. And that's kind of my area of specialty right now. So it's something I'm pretty what, well versed in. With what, tra-
1: in. it being hard to travel with kids? Is that your area of specialty?
0: <laughs> yes. or no, Or, de- or I, dealing
1: with these issues?
0: Dealing with these issues. <laughs> dealing with these little little mini travelers.
1: I, I totally get that it's too much to travel sometimes. I mean, I've done road trips. I've done airplane trips. I, I get that. But, you know, what I always tell people about the, I want to wait till the kids are older, It's not about the kids, necessarily. It's about the memories that you're creating with the kids.
0: Exactly. Exactly. I feel the same way.
1: So today, we are going to talk all about how to travel with little kids, some of our tips, some of our tricks, and help you be a better traveler when it comes to traveling with little humans. You want to plan a trip to an amazing destination, but you don't know how to get started. As your travel advisor, we work with you to create a customized itinerary for your vacation and take the stress out of planning so you can focus on the fun and creating memories. You can reach me at Ryan at com,
0: And you can reach me at Julie at Vacations.com. So let's get into how it works when you travel with these little ones. First, we're going to kind of touch on why you want to travel with your kids and where is the easiest places to travel. So, Ryan, your kids are older. You've traveled with them to many different destinations over the years. Why do you think it was important to you to include your kids on these trips? And maybe what benefits did you think about when you were planning trips with your kids?
1: Oh, man. Well, I mean, the reasons why, first and foremost, is to create family memories and to have experiences together to help create memories as a family. I think that's, that is the answer yeah, for sir. us. The benefit? I mean, just exposing the kids to a variety of things, whether it's traveling to a big city or it's going to Europe for the first time. My son's a, f- a freshman this year, and tonight during dinner, he said, hey, during social studies, we had a uh, quiz about Europe, and I had the highest score in in the class. It was about the different countries in Europe. I mean he's traveled to one country in Europe, but he has that kind of world mindset, if you will. Right. He he's seen places other than the rural Midwest, different types of people, different types of food, different types of places. And and my daughter, I mean my daughter is picking her college primarily. The major is important, but the study abroad program is as important to her. What are the opportunities that she's going to have while she's there to to travel? And I really, I take some pride in that because we've really shown our kids a lot of travel experiences.
0: I was going to say that that's something that's very cool that you should feel like you instilled in them for them to feel like that's so important to them. Very, very cool. Yeah. I mean, I would agree with, yeah, I mean, I would agree. I think that making the memories with them is such a huge part of it. And we want to experience things too. And we don't want to necessarily put that on the back burner until it's easier with the kids. And the trip might look a little different than what you had in mind, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. You never know what they're going to learn on a trip, if they're going to, face something that might be a little scary for them and they can overcome it. They might find their new favorite hobby or a new interest. I think there's just so much that they can learn. And the other part that goes with this a little is a lot of times clients will struggle with wanting to take their kids out of school or not take them out of school. And I always say, I'm not really at that phase yet, but I would take them out. And there's just so much more that they're going to learn while they're on that trip versus a couple of days in school.
1: You know, I grew up with my parents both being teachers, and that was like the taboo thing. The comments of, oh, well, so-and-so is taking their vacation, and we grew up in a farming community, so a lot of the families would take vacations in the wintertime, during school. Yeah. And, you know, it just wasn't something that you did. And as our kids got older, you know, my wife and I really talked about it. I I was adamant, no, we can't do this. and. We started to do it. And then after COVID, there were options for hybrid school or virtual school where they could pop into the class. And obviously, they have the technology now. Each of our kids has a Chromebook that's associated with the school. All of their stuff is online. It, yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously, we're not going to go crazy with it.
0: Right. But, You're not yeah. going to take three weeks off. No, but no. It's the but
1: opportunity. Taking a couple days off here to start a trip or end a trip, this might sound bad, but it's harder with athletics than it is for academics, if you will. But yeah. also we really instill in our kids, you know, this is something that you're asking to do. So you have to get the your commitment. work done. You've got to, yeah, they really make sure to work with the teachers. They know what I do. They know that our family travels a lot. And so, yeah, mo- most, most teachers are perfectly fine with it. I
0: think that's something that we kind of deal with on a client by client basis of of finding the best dates for them, kind of explaining why it would be beneficial to take them out or not take them out. Yeah. And obviously it's at the end of the day up to the family. Yep, absolutely. Okay. So when we think back to where you would go, if you're kind of just starting to think about traveling with your little kids or really any age kids and you're feeling really overwhelmed, we can give you a couple pointers about some of the easiest places that you can go. So the first thing that I would do is go to a destination that they're interested in which is kind of how I've introduced my kids to travel. Like we go to Disney all the time and it's very easy to prep them for a trip to Disney to get them ready and have them enjoy that trip while they're there because they've seen those characters and they they see that connection. Yeah, they're excited to see those things. They're excited for a trip and it, it does make it quite a bit easier when they're interested in where they're going.
1: As my kids have gotten older Part of that, getting them involved in the the vacation planning or kind of mapping out where we're going on vacations, that that's a lot of fun as a parent, to kind of have those conversations about where would you like to go? Okay, so next summer, we've got some time. Do you want to go on this type of trip or that kind of trip? And yeah, that's really fun.
0: I love that idea. And I know I mentioned this. We, we talked about this the other day, Ryan. there was a, a couple in our travel agency who asked their children where they wanted to go for kind of like milestone birthdays. And you said, you kind of do something similar.
1: And I just think that's such a cool
0: thing to, to really kind of give them that autonomy to, to pick where they want to go. And also just interesting to hear where your kids want to experience. Right.
1: right, Absolutely.
0: So another place that we go a lot is we go to the beach a lot because that's some place that I am really comfortable with, really familiar with. I know how to pack for a beach trip. I know what to expect. So going to a destination that you yourself are familiar with is going to be easier to take your kids there because you know what to expect.
1: Right. Absolutely. And I would say then thirdly, you know, thinking of that multigenerational trip where you may have grandma and grandpa, aunts and uncles, you know, folks that can kind of extend that parenting, if you will.
0: Yes. Extra sets of hands. Is there a type of trip, Brian, that would maybe come to mind that would be easier to do with multi-generational trips when you have younger kids? I
1: definitely think someplace where you go and you're in the same place. So like an all-inclusive resort or even if Mm -hmm. you want to think about a cruise that way because you're all in the ship traveling together. I think it's harder when you're kind of be from place to place that really makes it challenging.
0: Even in my travel business, I plan many many multi-generational trips to Walt Disney World and I I've kind of created that my niche because it's a hard thing to do. There are a lot of it moving is a parts on your Disney vacation. There's so many moving parts just on the Disney side of things and then you add in different families, different age groups, different interests. So I've kind of gathered a lot of tips on how to make that work that I share with my clients when we plan their itineraries. But yeah, something where you're all in one spot would be a lot easier to do. You know, the cruise or the all-inclusive.
1: Yeah, I've got a family, a group of families actually right now while we're recording, they're on a Disney cruise and it's mom and dad and the two kids and it's the grandma and it's the brother and sister-in-law. It's on the same week it's the one of the da- one of the daughters' fifth birthday and the grandma's 70th birthday. Oh, so they are cool. going all out on this cruise. What a cool
0: experience.
1: Yep. Yep. They want a place where they could all be together but also have lots of different experiences.
0: Right. And that's that's where cruises like really shine, right? Where like yes. there's stuff for little kids or there's stuff for older generation. You can get like a connecting stateroom and and then mom and dad can kind of also have some time as well because. Yep.
1: And that's exactly what they did. And there's times where it's scheduled for the adults to have meals together and the kids are in the nursery and the kids club. There's times where all of them are together as a big group. There's times where the aunt and uncle are off having an adult's dinner. We really kind of mixed and matched based on what people wanted to do.
0: It can really work for everyone. OK, so we want to know, is there a place that you always travel to as a family or do you mix it up every year? Visit the All Things Travel Facebook page and let us know.
1: So before we go on with some tips on how to make traveling with little travelers easier, I want to talk about where in the world is All Things Travel. And this destination is close to home for me. When I looked Ooh. back at the last couple of weeks and I looked at number of downloads of, for each episode, Indianapolis, Indiana popped up. There's a great travel destination that goes along with this show topic. The Indianapolis Children's Museum has been voted one of the best children's museums in, not the country, in the world. In fact, it's the largest children's museum in the world.
0: That is so cool. Are you sure you're not the listener, Ryan? (laughs) Well, I don't live in
1: Indianapolis, so that might, yeah, but... But it is. It is really awesome. We're about an hour and a half from there. And we actually, when the kids were younger, we had a membership because we enjoy going so much. Uh But there are tons of traveling exhibits. They have a huge dinosaur area. They have an outside area that's dedicated to sports and play where they have 17 different playstations. So they'll have one for like the Colts and they'll have one for the Indiana Pacers and all this kind of stuff. And then they have... All sorts of things. Do you know who Chihuly is with the blown glass? Oh, yeah. You may oh, have seen yeah. my pictures. And yes, yes. He, he has a huge installation in the, in, the, in the stairway. And then on the bottom floor, where there's also a giant train and train exhibit, you can actually lay down. There's chairs like recliners, and you can look up into this chandelier and see all the different shapes. There's a repertory theater that has uh, children's plays that are going on throughout the year. They have an entire astronaut and space exhibit. It this is sounds huge. an unbelievable children's museum. And there's a play area for smaller kids. I mean, seriously, if you're going to Indianapolis and you have small kids, this this is a have to.
0: That's the place to go. Wow. So,
1: listener, we want to meet you at the Children's Museum. And we would love for you to reach out to us, Julie or myself, either on Facebook or via email, because I have a nice little Hoosier thank you for being featured on the show today.
0: So we talked about why you would travel, where you should travel, but let's get into the nitty gritty of how we can make it easy for you to travel with your kids. My (laughs) My number one tip would be to make a list of what you need to do before you leave. So a packing list, things that you have to do around your house before you leave. Um, sometimes that looks different when you're traveling with little kids versus older kids. So for me, having everything on a list is the only way I know I'm going to get it all done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think another tip for me with an asterisk here is crowdsource. Ask friends, ask your travel advisor. My family's never been to an all-inclusive resort. Do you have a packing list that we could use or do you have tips? What's the one place? Here's the asterisk, Julie. Where am Uh I going to tell you not to look for tips? Facebook groups. I Uh, always admonish my clients whenever they're like, I was in this Facebook group and it's and the first thing I say is get out of that Facebook group because you never can trust the information that's there. Now, one place you can trust is if you go to the show notes, Julie has a link to her traveling with kids packing list. And I know you're going to want to get that for the next time you travel with your little humans. It's
0: my beard, little humans. I just so love you that have a couple
1: th- You have a couple things on, on the notes here. I get the sound yeah. machine. I get the snacks, yes. obviously. What is a snooze shade and what are baby bands?
0: So these are things that are my essentials for traveling with my kids. So a snooze okay. shade I found from actually like an Instagram account called The Peaceful Sleeper, which is a wonderful thing to follow if you have little kids. But it's the the only way I've been able to share a hotel room with my kids in the same room. Some people don't always have their kids in their room with them at home. So then when you go mm-hmm. on vacation and you have to share the room, you're like, oh, my gosh, how is everyone going to sleep? Like, do I have to go to kid- yes. go to bed when the kids go to bed? It's a it's a hot topic when you have little kids.
1: <laughs> Remember, like laying there. And Caleb in the pack and play just standing there watching me. It's like a, it's like a standoff, right? I'm asleep. I'm asleep. You must go asleep. You must go to sleep as well.
0: Well, that, or you're like hiding out in the bathroom, right? Exactly. I've done that as
1: well. Yeah, something
0: weird. So a snow shade is like this mesh cover that goes over top of the pack and play or the crib. And it just kind of like velcros to the legs. It's it's mesh. It's breathable. There's windows that you can see in. But it basically makes their crib and pack and play like their own separate sleeping space. It gotcha. got like a blackout curtain. And then you put the sound machine right next to that. They they don't even know you're in the room.
1: Man, I I've, feel like I need a snooze
0: shade. <laughs> right, right. I, I, another popular one that people use is a slumber pod. I, I don't really think that was around maybe. Or maybe it wasn't as popular when I got my snooze shade, which was a, year, a couple of years ago now. And since I already have it, I just, that's what I use. So I love that. We've been able to completely go about our regular nighttime routine. We've been able to read with the lights on. We've been able to watch a show. My oldest will still be up and talking and whichever baby it is, is still sleeping in the crib. Like fine. <laughs> it doesn't even over there. It is a little funny in the morning, like when you can start to hear them like wrestling around in there and, and they're like poking their head up through the yeah. little window, but it's fine. It, it works amazing. For me and traveling, making sure they're comfortable when they're sleeping is always going to make that trip easier. And the other one you asked about, baby bands, are like these big baby earmuffs that, oh, that okay. they wear. I always bring them with me because I never know what what's going to make my kid feel uncomfortable. The fireworks at Walt Disney World are not their favorite thing in the world. So if I don't have their headphones, we have a full-on meltdown. Wow. In reference to little kids, make sure you have snacks that they're familiar with. So every time yep. we go on vacation, we have to have the infamous goldfish. You can't go anywhere without goldfish when you have little kids, right? Things like that, that they're comfortable with and the, it, that just helps. So going along with that, I always take advantage of getting Amazon fresh delivered or yeah. Instacart yeah, delivery great. so that I have the things that they like to eat and I don't have to worry about kind of running out to go find it.
1: I know this is one thing I guess I talked a little bit about with older kids, but getting everybody involved. But I know for you, Julie, one of the ways that you've talked about this in the past is having your kids help with packing and talk about what they want to do on the trip. So yeah. it just it builds that anticipation, right?
0: It does. And I'll even say, go pick out your clothes. And I mean, obviously, then I have to go back and, but then and you have to check with it. what they've <laughs> picked out, but... It does. It does help them get excited. And then when we get there, they're like, oh, I want to wear this shirt that I picked out. I I just think that's a fun
1: The first time we went to an all-inclusive resort, little did I know it, but Caleb had packed his fedora. And so at the first dinner, he shows up and he's in a Hawaiian shirt and a fedora. And I'm like, dude, you are living your best life.
0: How old was he?
1: Oh, 10.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Luca has a fedora so maybe I should hide it so he doesn't bring it on the next trip
1: oh no it looks smooth it looks smooth oh,
0: that's amazing they really love helping with that kind of stuff if you give them the chance to so now it gets to the point where like they'll even go to my parents like for the night and they'll want to pack their bag and then they're like lugging it around and I'm like what is in there and it's yeah, like every yeah. book from their room but like there's no socks and no clothes or you know what they've got five pairs of pajamas and nothing else and so, yeah, definitely double check it once you get them involved. <laughs> I said that my best tip was to make a packing list, but this is actually my best tip is to bring the grandparents because what else are they for but to have an extra set of hands on vacation? And we talked about that a little bit earlier when we yep. were saying where the easiest places to go were, but I mean this is just the easiest way to make your chip flow is to have an extra set of hands.
1: And I find more often than not, they really look at the vacation as a time to be together, where sometimes yes. as the parents or sometimes as the planners, we're kind of yes. like ticking the boxes in our head. And they're just kind of like, yeah. you know what? If the kids want ice cream, I'm going to go take them to get the ice cream. Or if they want to go to the beach for the fourth time today, I'll walk down to the beach with them. Or is it time for somebody to nap? I'll take a nap. It's helped me stop and think about, okay, especially when I'm older and, you know, in that place myself, but you know, even as a dad, am I looking at this the right way? Do I have to kind of reorient my thought process around this?
0: I love that perspective. I think that that's really cool. And, you know, hopefully you have grandparents out there who are willing to help and, and come yeah. with you. They or adopted a grandparents. But
1: it's, it's just the people in your family that are there to help you create memories.
0: There you go. So this All last right. one Thanks.
1: you have, Julie, is try to stick to the kid's current routine. Boy, Mm -hmm. I know with little kids on vacation, (laughs) this is really hard.
0: It is hard, but I think you have to put it into perspective as like the vacations, they won't always be like this. And sacrificing a little bit helps out a lot in the long run. I I
1: agree 100%. As much as we could, if we needed to nap, if we needed to rest, if we needed to change when and how we ate, absolutely, it's totally worth it.
0: If you don't get to the fireworks every night, but that means that everyone is a lot happier the next day. I mean, that is just, it's just a game changer for me. And I I know a lot of clients I, I deal with, they struggle with that aspect of sticking to a routine. But for me, that's what happens to work best. But Ryan, as your kids kind of grew older and they changed, did you... Find it easy to adapt to things and, and kind of adjust your days, or did they kind of adjust the days for you?
1: I tend to go to on especially on vacation when I'm exhausted, I go to bed before then. But
0: I think <laughs> one of the You're things like, with I'm with, the one that needs a nap.
1: With, yeah, right. I think with our family, even when we're on vacation, we need downtime in the evenings. I mean, not mm-hmm. every evening. We'll be out watching fireworks or out at a show or whatever, but it's not uncommon for us to go back after dinner and throw a movie on and just chill. I think we know that enough about each other that it's not so much changing the routine for them. It's just kind of knowing how the flow of the day is. Now, that being said, we get up early in the morning and we go, go, go. I think it's just understanding your family. And, and like you said, knowing, hey, we might not see everything, but that's OK, because it's still going to be an amazing vacation that everybody's going to remember.
0: Exactly. And the kids, I mean, the kids don't know what they don't know. So yes, if that you is not get true. To that part of the park, they yeah. don't know that. But maybe they're having a really great time going through the queue at the Winnie the Pooh ride. Well, they don't know that they're missing out on riding Dumbo or something like that. So kind of cater to what they're really enjoying in that moment, because that's where you're really going to create memories as opposed to being like... Oh yeah, I remember. And it was so great that we'd left to go and run to this other ride. Like,
1: oh, no, you're <laughs> gonna remember,
0: like, they had a great time and and they're also gonna remember that.
1: Oh no, I was just gonna say, as we wrap up, any last minute tips, anything when you're thinking about traveling with little travelers, what what would you what's your biggest piece of advice?
0: Um, uh, so in addition to some of the other ones, I I, I would say don't try to do it all. I know that's kind of like a backwards tip because okay. it's something not to do, but don't try to do it all. It's just, it's not going to work.
1: Yes. They're, they're going to get that. upset. I agree with that 100%. And that, unfortunately, I've learned that that goes for dads too. <laughs> I remember the first time we went to Disney, the kids were, oh gosh, I think Caleb was four and Miriam was six. And we had one day at each park. I actually, maybe we had one day at each park and another and a second day at Magic Kingdom. And I remember being at Epcot and spending the whole morning. And after lunch, we went over towards World Showcase. And I remember wife saying, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to happen. And I'm like, all I've been thinking about is I remember World Showcase when I went to Disney. And it was so cool. And I loved it. And I remember sitting there thinking, I'm not going to World Showcase. Why am I not <laughs> going to World Showcase? We're at Epcot. But you know what? It just didn't work with the kids at that age. They weren't into it. They weren't feeling it. It was a ridiculously hot day. And like you said, they didn't know what they were missing. And to be quite honest, I hadn't been there in years and years and years at that point. So I didn't even know what I was missing. And as we wrap up, don't wait. Obviously, there's better times than others based on where you want to go. But if you want to go, go, you know, plan that trip. There's no time that the kids are going to be, quote unquote, ready. And so take that time to plan that trip and create those memories.
0: You'll have the memories. The kids may not remember, but you will. But you'll also have the photos. My son, he's two. One of his favorite things to do is to pull out our albums from Disney trips and look through all of the pictures. Yep. So he may not remember that, but he loves looking at the pictures and knowing that he was there.
1: We don't do it anymore, but I would say probably our first four or five trips to Disney, the kids would always get their picture taken in the Norway store with the troll. It it was like just something that they knew, hey, we need to get our picture. And so over the years, you, you would see that. And it was really neat.
0: Do you want to plan a trip to an amazing destination, but you don't know how to get started? As your travel advisor, we work with you to create a customized itinerary for your vacation and take away the stress of planning so you can focus on the fun and creating memories.
1: You can reach out to me at Ryan at Vacations.com.
0: Or me, Julie, at CreatingMagicVacations.com.
1: We look forward to talking to you next time on All Things Travel. Dream it, do it, be it. I don't know. Live, live, laugh, love. I love it. All right. I'm going to end the recording here.